1: Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. Trains could play a part in the battle for climate change, but not just as a method of transportation. New work done by researchers in Canada, the US and the UK shows the potential for modified rail cars to remove excess CO2 from the air. To help explain and discuss the potential of this project is Eric Bachman, Chief Technology Officer for the CO2 Rail Company, and we've reached Eric in Oberlin, Ohio. Eric, thank you so much for making time for us today. We're grateful. Hi, Dave. How are you? I'm well. So let's start <laughs> with the technology itself. Give me a bit of insights on how it actually works.
0: Sure. So <clears throat> we've developed a rail-based, self-powered uh, climate change Mitigation technology, like you said, uh, that utilizes the global rail network, uh, purpose-built rail equipment, and uh, it's all powered by sustainable regenerative braking energy that's uh, generated from stopping or slowing an entire train many times per day. And it has no off-duty charging cycle or external, uh, external energy energy inputs whatsoever. Um, That sustainable energy is then used to power direct air capture modules which remove excess carbon dioxide gas from the ambient air and then that gas is then compressed into a liquid form and transported into the developing circular carbon economy to make value-added products such as syngas or or chemicals, um, or ideally, uh, send it to uh, geological sequestration sites where it's pumped uh, deep underground, and it remains permanently trapped uh, in the rock
1: formations. It sounds like a really fascinating idea, and I'm sure there was a ton of work that went into this. I'm curious, though, is this a specific rail car, or can any rail car be retrofitted with this technology?
0: Well, at the end, it's a it has a very distinct form. Um, but in the beginning, we, we intend to repurpose existing railroad tank cars. Um, and, and that's pretty neat. Uh, if, if you can have an opportunity to take a car that might have recent, recently been used to transport uh, petroleum products and repurpose that, that same rail car into one that Is now removing carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. That's that's pretty neat neat opportunity.
1: In the research, is there a sense of how much CO two could actually be removed from the air?
0: Yeah, that depends on uh, what year uh, you want to talk about. Obviously, it's going to take us some time to to scale up, as with any other solution. But um, if we can. meet our, our schedule of, of, of starting production on, on our, our first unit, uh, in first quarter of next year, I think we can get to, um, to the million ton level, um, very, very soon thereafter, within a, within a couple of years. Um, and then by 2050, we hope to be at right about two and a half billion uh, billion tons or two and a half gigatons of removal. And then, uh, even higher than that by 2075. Uh, did I mention this as a long-term <laughs> that took us a long time to get to this point? It's going to, it's, unfortunately, it's going to take us, uh, a, a bit of time to mm. uh, solve the problem, but, by 2075,
1: uh, we hope to be at about 7.9 or 8 billion tons per year. Uh, long-term solutions are, are not a problem. In fact, I think that speaks to the work that you and your colleagues have done putting this together. Walk me through what the research has been like and what the timeline has been so far as you and your colleagues have been collaborating all over the world.
0: Yeah, we actually have a, a really strong uh, Canadian uh, connection. We are a U.S.-based company, but... I'd say good half our team is, uh, is out of Canada, uh, mostly out of, out of the university of Toronto, uh, Jeffrey Ozen Jeffrey McIntosh Alan Guzik, uh, and, and, and others. Um, but it, it's been, uh, we, we've been working on this. Um, so my, my history, my background is in rail. And then about 10 years ago, uh, I decided to transition into sustainable tech development, um, so it's been a little bit longer road for me. But uh, yeah, the team uh, as a whole has been working on this for about two years, and uh, it's it's been challenging. But I think we've we've put
1: together a really really nice solution. You're making progress here, and the proof of concept is there, and I think the appetite, generally speaking, is is here. But have individual cities or rail companies or public transit, uh, crown corporations, reached out at all about and, and sort of followed up and, and, and are showing their appetite to get this technology retrofitted onto their trains?
0: Yeah, so on July 20th, uh, we had our, our scientific paper published in a really, really uh, great journal, uh, known as Jewel, uh, Joule, J O U L E, and that's a um, a journal that specia- specializes in in energy. Uh, and we were actually uh, honored enough to make the cover. And as you can imagine, um, when you when you're published uh, with, with such a strong team, like we have, um, like I said, from University of Toronto, but also MIT, Princeton, University of Sheffield, and, and some other European universities, um, the, the, the response is, is, is very strong. And we have been inundated um, with calls and, and emails from nearly every major railroad in north america and uh the passion railroads as well
1: eric just as a wrapping up here i hope you don't i hope you don't mind that i'm going to make a little bit of a joke here because i think the name co2 rail company is a really strong name but did anybody ever consider the name choo choo co2 that's we're we're gonna have to uh consider that (laughs) (laughs) appreciate it Never thought of that one, but it's pretty good. <laughs> the doors of Dave Brown Consulting are always open, Eric. Uh, Eric, right. uh, where can people learn more about CO2 Rail? Sure. Uh, CO2Rail.com
0: uh, is a good place to start. And uh, I encourage everyone, if you can, uh, uh, to check out the, uh, the jewel paper.
1: Um, or you, you can hit us up on, on Twitter at, uh, at CO2Rail. Hey, Eric, I know you guys are busy and you guys are working your tails off, you and your colleagues. So thank you for making time for us today and telling us about this exciting technology. It's my pleasure, Dave. Anytime. You've been listening to Now with Dave Brown. Hit the subscribe button on any podcast platform and leave us a rating and a review. I'm Arthur Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air.